From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast. I'm Bobby Butler. He's Brandon Bond. Hey, who? You can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. This was one of my first, my first what are you bingings, bro? The Hippies and Cowboys IPA, Tennessee Brew Works. And perfect opportunity because we're using our new tailgate drink local yeah. koozies bro so hoppy beer yeah man I, I don't i can't believe you buy it like you the one you're the one that bought that it's not like yeah. i brought this to the table well it was your week and i figured i went ahead and got it and since it's uh i know you like ipas but don't forget everyone to buy all the apparel you need from us on our what a maneuver store check us out on patreon to get behind the scenes content and go subscribe and hit that bell on youtube to find all the new video content we'll be coming out with and we'll come and we'll record at your children's birthday party if you really want us to. So, you know, book us through our booking agent. <laughs> so how are you this week, bud? Good, man. Good. We're actually recording about three days earlier, two days earlier than we normally record because we're all going to be having a little grill out, dude. So yeah. I'm uh, I'm super pumped. So excited, yeah. excited about uh, getting to it. Working lo- lots of hours, man. Lots of hours. But um but worth it. So what about you, partner? How Pretty you doing? good, man. You know, just been busy working, excited to play some with that uh, hockey sauce kit today. Yeah, dude. It's that'll be, be dope. fun. We that'll got a, fun. a bulk order of tailgate lager in. Oh, yeah. yeah we're going to be drinking that. Gonna, they uh, hooked us up with some stickers and some hats, so yeah, that's always man. dope. Well, you you did. We did pay for the hat. Yeah, they, hook us up. Yeah. they hooked us up with the two stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. All right, so let's move into some news. Uh, phase three of, has officially been moved to the earliest it can start is July 10th, and I think that that date's going to keep getting pushed out. Uh, you know, pushing it only 10 days is a weird. I don't know why they just arbitrarily picked. Uh, it was to supposed be, to be the first, and now it's the 10th. To be fair, Bobby, did they hear that we hit the horn? Because, I mean, the emergency episode, we did hit the horn. <laughs> I think that's 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 going to be the biggest problem is why are you setting – if you have specific goals that you need to meet by specific dates – why are you not, why are you setting date goals instead of like, this is what we need yeah. to happen? I mean, in that way, nobody's like, when July 31st rolls around, they're like, phase three, it's coming, bro. Yeah. It's coming. Coming to a theater near you. Like, <laughs> um, So I just find it weird that the, I mean, especially since the situation, like, I mean, you got to assume they're making up what they want to officially have done to get to these phases. So yeah, I don't know if it's more just they're going to, going to, give them a, a date to game plan like for teams to game plan and then yeah. like move their their game plan plan back so but i mean i feel like that could have been an email <laughs> you know uh you don't have to tell us uh hey guys we're gonna soft it we're gonna be soft at july 1st and then hey a week later like hey it's actually gonna be july 10th you know that stuff may leak but like you had a press conference and told us <laughs> like you didn't have to do that yeah so. no i don't think they're going about this right way i applaud their effort to 
you know, get it started, but they're not doing it the right way right now. Yeah. But moving on, on our special emergency episode, we announced that Ovi uh, got the Rocket Richard. He's actually going to be splitting that with boom, Pasternak. Boom, 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 so we boom, both boom, won boom. that in our preseason predictions or in our midseason predictions, but I got the double points because I doubled down on Ovi. Yeah. And so since we both won that, what I can, re- what I need to really hope for is old McKinnon yeah. winning the heart because then that pretty much but evens us up. I think Drysidle's getting the heart. I think that you're a moron and I hate you. So, I mean, you know, we can all just think things, Bobby, yeah. but that doesn't make it so. Speaking of that, uh, you know, we, we spoke, uh, if you haven't listened to the emergency episode, go A, for, go listen to it. Yep. Uh, B, we uh, announced that Dreisaitl won the Art Ross, you know, kind of expected, and, you know, he was a runaway winner. I think, you know, it, it was going to the Oilers either way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, oh. that was, uh, we, we talked about it, but remember from or the earlier episode, for those of you that have been with us since the beginning, I uh I basically convinced Bobby to n- not pick Drysidle and pick McDavid, and so worked out worked out for yeah. me. I was uh, I was excited because, um, because I mean we got uh, we got I mean it's gonna be close. I mean we have some but we both had the same on some, but we had different on a lot of yeah. a lot of the picks. But uh, I mean it's not like one of us picked someone completely random that has no chance to win all these other awards. I mean we were. Pretty much neck and neck. So, yeah. do you remember who you picked to win the Vesna by any chance? Uh, the Vesna. I think I picked Bennington because you said you refused to pick him. Yeah, uh, I picked Bishop. So I think both those guys are in the running. Maybe. Yeah, probably. But probably. Um, speaking of goalies, um, Halleck and Rask uh, from the Bruins won the William M. Jennings Trophy for fewest goals allowed. Great duo up there. Who we're actually going Killed to talk it. about here in a second. Killed it. Killed it. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and move into our. Part eight and final part of the GM grades, buddy. I think you're going to start us off with the Bruins, right? Yeah, uh, the, those uh, those assholes up in Beantown. <laughs> so we've got uh, players over seven million, and if you're just now turn- tuning in for the last series of this, we grade players based on how much they make, uh, if, what they should be performing at. If they make over seven million, they should be forming as an elite player. You've got Tuka Rask at seven million, w- worth it. Yeah, and then uh, uh, David Kresge. Uh, at seven point two, is it Krejci? 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 Something. But uh, it's spelled weird. Yeah, <laughs> we're from. T- hey, we're we're here in Tennessee. We could say pretty much whatever, and people would agree with it. It's not <laughs> like we're putting this out in Toronto, where they know how to say all the names. Uh, yeah. So uh, he's making seven point two five, and salary cap available is six hundred and seventy thousand. So not great, but they're making runs. I mean, they well, were in Game Seven. That and I mean. Well, the players that are not mentioned on this players over seven million. It's yeah. really the the. Key. I mean, Patrice Bergeron, uh, Brad, Marchand. Brad Marchand. I mean, they've got Charles plenty, um Lots of lots of depth pieces. I mean, it's not like we're sitting here talking about uh, a team that is is struggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so draft capital, they have no picks in the first and fourth. They've got. One pick and they got one pick in all the other rounds. So two and three and uh, five, six, seven. The good uh, uh-huh. Pasternak went from and and uh, to mention all the players we did not even just mention mention David Pasternak. Yeah. So. <laughs> so go ahead and talk about him. Uh, Pasta went from pretty much this year went from being just a top line forward, you know, an elite guy to being a superstar. He is a superstar. I mean, man. he he took the jump this year. And they kept the same lineup as a team that made it to Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final when they, you know, that they could have easily won that game. But also, what makes him a superstar is his dope Dunkin' uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercial. 
Better make it a medium. Yeah. I love it when they play that when he actually goes to the penalty box. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's dope. I only got two minutes. Better make it a medium. <laughs> <laughs> and they have two outstanding goalies, which we, we spoke on earlier. Uh, you know, Tukarask and Euro, is it Yaroslav Halak? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, Halak had a fantastic year, man. I mean, yeah. uh, not that Rask didn't, obviously, but Halak was one of those guys that when Rask was out for a little bit, he was a steal to have. Bad. Uh, finding bad for this team is a reach. McAvoy didn't have the great start to the season, uh, but he corrected himself. And, you know, so I, I, I think the bigger problem with McAvoy is is the fact that he's not a super big offensive defenseman. So yeah. so he had a really good rookie campaign and people thought that that was expected from him, but that's not really what he normally yeah. does. So, But he did start to score a few more points and stuff, but I thought that he was doing what he needed to do. But for the thought process of this guy's going to come in and be a great defenseman for us, I mean, a little disappointing for what you, what you were yeah. expecting, like you said. So moving into grades, uh, when you look at the players they have and the players they're not paying over seven million, the players they are paying, it's hard to give them anything less than an A. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about some recent cup wins and and definite playoff success. I would say hard for me to not even argue for the the A plus. Um, yeah, you know, so uh, we can go A. I think we can do A plus. Let's do A plus. I mean, because we're talking about long term success over multiple years, cups. Could potentially be the number one seed this year in the the new playoff format. I think it's hard to not say A plus. And unfortunately, I think team grade. I think that's also not hard hard to not say A plus. Yeah. I mean, they're getting their money's worth out of guys. Um, now, obviously, some of these guys are going to be due for bigger contracts coming in. But I mean, as a conscientious object, uh, a conscientious objector. That's, <laughs> As a, you going uh, to war, as a yeah, I not? guess so. Yeah, right, right. I'm not going to war for Boston. As a uh, as a outsider looking in, it's hard to not say a a plus. So yeah. I would I would say a plus on both counts. Yeah, hard so to, hard uh, a to plus say across the board. Yep. So why don't you tell us about the Hobbs? Uh, the uh, Montreal Canadiens, uh, otherwise known as the Habs. And for those of you that don't know, the reason they're called the Habs is, is, is because, yeah, that's the, the home team for the French is what it essentially means. So they've always just been called the Habs. My second team, uh, and apparently, I you know, I just picked a team because I second team when I started getting really into hockey. I picked the Habs because I thought they had a freaking, they have freaking dope jersey sweaters. And I love their symbol, but apparently I picked the Alabama of hockey because yeah. <laughs> they got all these championships when there was like three teams in the league. <laughs> and so like, I feel like an Alabama fan when I'm, when I'm touting it, like, oh yeah, we claim this year. It's yeah. like, bro, it, like 90% of people were off to war. Yeah. <laughs> roll um, Habs. Roll Habs, roll, baby. <laughs> um but players over seven million, Carey Price making ten point five, and Shea Weber uh, making over seven mil. I mean, Carey Price is. We'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, ten ten point five million is a lot of money. Um, yeah. So we'll kind of discuss that a little bit more when we get to the good and bad. Salary cap four point five million available. Lots of good money uh, to to be to be used draft capital really really good draft capital a first round pick a third uh three three second round picks two third round picks uh three fourth round picks two fifth round picks a sixth round pick and two seventh round picks that is a ton of picks yeah um going into the good 
that's a ton of picks for a playoff team. I mean, yeah, not technically normal, speaking, <laughs> not normal situations. But again, they go and they win the cup this year. I don't think they care if they're a 12 seed or they, yeah. you know, uh, were friggin' Detroit. I mean, you win the cup, you get to lift that cup, your name goes on it. That's all that really, really matters at the end of the day. Whether so, whether somebody else asterisks that or not, you won the cup and your name will forever be on it. So uh, not that we expect that to happen, but you never get a shot unless you go to the playoffs. So playoff team, Sh- Shea Weber, after getting an injury this year and the talks being he's never going to, he's going to retire. He's never yeah, going to play cr- again. That was crazy. And then, and then they get you talking and they're like, if he retires, then the Preds owe all this money. And, you know, I'm talking like this because this is the the Southern people that <laughs> are talking. And then he comes back and he's straight dominating still. Yeah. He is he is fantastic. And it's we've talked about this before. As much as I loved have P, having PK here and how much it was a great trade at the time, it looks silly now. You know, I mean, yeah. and that's easy to say hindsight is, you know, hindsight is 2020. Obviously, we can say, oh, this guy's playing better than this guy. And... We lost the trade. It was a great trade at the time. And I mean, even looking back, I mean, and we'll do a whole session about PK and the trade. Shea Weber didn't help the Habs get to a Stanley Cup final. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, it's all when you're vision. talking about that trip to the Stanley Cup final, PK was a massive part of that. Yes. And without him, we wouldn't yes. have gotten there. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. hindsight is you you can't you can't look at half the picture and say that you understand what's going on. So uh but yeah, I mean Shea Weber will always have a place in all of our hearts because of the dominance he provided here at, here in Nashville. So uh love old Shea. Um, but lots of youth, lots of lot of good young players that yeah. makes it seem like this team is going to be good for a while. Good contracts. They're getting a lot of worth out of a lot of guys that are not making a lot of money. Brendan Gallagher, uh, Max Domi, uh, Jonathan Druin. Uh, so the the list goes on. And so, I mean, it was, I mean, you can tell from their salary cap available and their draft cap available, this was a rebuild. They're, they've been kind of rebuilding for the past couple of years. But this is, it's very obvious that, uh, that they have a, have a bright future. Some bad is Carey Price playing like he's worth ten point five million dollars. It's question, hard to I think say. the question I have to ask is: Is he playing three and a half million dollars better than Tuka Rask? Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> uh, I would. I would have to. Now again, it goes back to team in front of you, yeah. and there's lots of questions. So I'm not. That's why it's more in the bad is that the pure fact that we're having to question it makes it bad in my mind yeah. because of how much money it is. I'm not one hundred percent saying like there are no other factors to him playing bad. But we're talking about what could be one of the greatest goalies in the history of of the NHL that we've seen, that we've seen produce before. And it just seems like he phones it in sometimes or he's, you know, he he doesn't give it uh, give it everything. But I I think that he is going to be excited to get an opportunity to go play in the playoffs and show what a what a top notch goalie can do, because they can take a team that we don't think is going to advance very far. And all it takes is four games where you're standing, I guess three games where you're standing on your head and nobody in their mom or their mom can score on you. And so Carey Price has a good opportunity to show us, oh, well, that was stupid for you to put it in that section. But uh, very streaky throughout the season. They had good long runs and then they had really bad runs as well. But the mo- the worst thing, the worst thing of the entire year for them 
They never beat Detroit. <laughs> they either they gave Detroit either three or four wins. I, I it was hard to read through the the thing, but it was at very least three. I counted. I think it may have been four. Detroit had seventeen wins. <laughs> that yeah. is, you gave them four wins, and you're a playoff team. So, yeah. uh, so that was that. That's definitely has to go on bad. Uh, moving into the grades, GM, it's four point four point five million. Some great players, some great youth. I'm I'm not gonna sit here, uh, but lots of draft capital. I'm not gonna sit here and, and argue for an A or an A plus. But I think it's hard B to plus. go. Yeah, I think it's hard to go B below plus, that B minus. plus. Uh, That's a lot of draft capital. A lot of draft capital, and, and, and you know, it's all what you I do mean, with yeah, it. If you do, if you play the game well and get get a lot of equity out of that, then uh, it's an A. But yeah. I, but right now, let's do B let's, plus. Let's do B plus. I agree with that. Team, I wouldn't say as high as B plus the, because of the the streakiness. I mean, they are a playoff team, but our barometer of playoff team has really changed yeah. since uh, since we we have gotten yeah. four extra teams per half. Yeah, I would say C minus. Um, I would say I would say because of their youth. I mean, they only got two guys making over seven mil. I would say a C plus or a B minus would probably be more fair. You want to go C minus? Yeah. Uh, so you want to call it? We can let's do C call plus. It even, let's call okay. Let's do C plus. I think that that's pretty fair for a team that again has an opportunity to go win a cup. You yeah. know, that's that's the biggest thing right now. Um, so that is gonna gonna wrap up the Habnadians, and you're gonna move into the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. So the Senators up in Ottawa, players over seven million. You got Tomas Shabbat uh, and Bobby Ryan. Salary cap available a lot, seven point one mil. Draft capital a lot. Uh, for three first rounders, four, uh, four second rounders, three, uh, two third rounders, one in the fourth and fifth, two in the sixth, and no seventh rounders. That's a lot. And a lot of, yeah. lot of opportunity here. I mean, yeah. you hope they do something with it. The good, lots of cap available, lots of uh, in draft capital. Uh, Shabbat and Bobby Ryan coming back looking better. Bobby well, Ryan, Sh- Shabbat. Being there, Shabbat is you. He's so young, is more what I was saying. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Separated. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I typed that in wrong for you, buddy. Uh, Bobby Ryan coming back after his alcohol treatment. You know, it's always good to see a comeback like that. Yeah, especially from a guy that is uh, that dominated. Pretty, yeah, pretty. You know, pretty recently. Yeah. Um, bad. They are three years removed from that Eastern Conference Final, which I talk all all the time about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just what how one goal can just change. The direction of your your franchise. I think you're saying this, the Ottawa Senators caused coronavirus because I mean, think if the Predators would have won this, maybe coronavirus doesn't happen, bro. I'm I mean, just saying. Not we don't know for sure, but I'm that's definitely guar- a possibility. I'm not throwing a guarantee out there, but I do want to throw it out there as a you know, just think about it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and welcome back into Infowars. <laughs> um. Yeah, now they're terrible after missing that. Frogs uh, are gay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, and they missed the playoffs, which if you're a team that misses the playoffs this year, that, that's pretty sad. There's seven of you. Yeah. <laughs> there are seven of us. <laughs> the grades, I mean, GM, I mean, with the cap, do they still have the same GM from three years ago that allowed them to get into this position? That's my question. Do we know that? That, I don't know. I would probably say. Yes, because uh, we would have heard the news about them firing a GM, I feel like. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't been doing this but for half a year. So, yeah. uh, so possible, but, but let's not even worry about that. We're talking about what you can do now. Okay. I mean, because even within the last, you know, couple of years, I mean, they've been, 
they've been bad. Yeah. They've been bad, and it you just know, uh, they don't seem like they're doing a lot. With... I feel like they've had draft capital the last two years. Yeah, and exactly. so I think GM. I mean, it's kind of hard to go above D for either one of these. I mean, Mark Stone trade, you know. Yeah, I, I would say because we are not sure about the the GM, let's go C minus. I feel like, look, that's a lot of money and a lot of draft capital that you can actually do something with. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, for team, yeah, I got You got to go. You got to go minus a couple players. D minus. D minus. Yeah, I would see. I mean, they're not. They're no. They're no Detroit tier or anything. But, uh, but yeah, they're not. They're. They haven't been great. Yeah, great as a team. So, yeah. and I think now that's what, fair. And now, what better way to finish off our GM grades with the hockey mecca of the world, the Toronto Maple Leafs? Uh, yeah, uh, Montreal would like a word, but okay, <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to go into Toronto. Um, so uh, first of all, as a as a secondary secondary Leafs fan or a secondary Habs fan, I got to say uh, the Leafs suck. And I want to go in and actually now be unbiased and go through this. Uh, players over seven million. They got three: Austin Matthews eleven point six, John Tavares eleven, and Mitch Marner ten point eight. Um, obviously, it's hard to argue with those two yeah. guys. Now, it's a big contracts, big contracts, great players. But it has really shown what they're able to do around those guys yeah. because of that, and so. Uh, so as much as you would love to have all three of those guys, those three guys can't win a cup by themselves. So, uh, salary cap available. The literally the last team we did <laughs> zero dollars. They have zero dollars. <laughs> so really, they're probably running in the negative. But they they only count current contracts and stuff like that. Like if you're paying out on other contracts outside of of what's on your team, those don't actually hit your cap or anything. So zero dollars. Um, not that they need to go out and sign a big free agent or anything, but I mean they could use some some potential depth. Uh, draft capital, obviously not a lot. They have zero cap. They have zero <laughs> cap, so they got zero first round picks, a, f- a second round pick, uh, fourth, uh, two fourth rounds, a fifth round, three sixth rounds, and three seventh rounds. So I mean they got some some on the back end, but uh, but how many times do you hear about that seventh round player hitting and becoming a superstar? Not that. They need superstars. Yeah. That is not. That is definitely most they certainly can't pay not them their if problem. In. Right? Exactly. <laughs> that is most certainly not their problem. Uh, uh, some good, and this is not a lot of times that we talk about a uh, a firing being good. Mike Babcock getting fired was tremendous yeah. for that team. And can I just say that one tremendous. of my the times I experienced the most anger was seen on Preds Facebook, which is just a hellhole in itself. People wanting Mike Babcock to come to Nashville. Yeah. That uh, just was so annoying. Mike Babcock was a great coach when when coaches got to be the head honchos. Now yeah. we're in a different type of world and yeah. a different type of league. It's, I mean, he's a shitty person. It's really weird for it's really weird for coaches to be able to yell and scream at guys that are making four or five million dollars more than them. It's like, yeah. bro. I'm your boss. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, and so, uh, so, so we don't usually like to tout firings or somebody getting dismissed from their job as a good thing. Yeah. But this was great for the Leafs. Yeah. Not just because he was a shitty person, but because Sheldon Keefe killed he it. came in and killed it. 27, 15 and five, uh, best start for a new coach in the 102 year history of this league, of this team. Um, using their superstars more, he was able to get a lot of, of, 
great play from his superstars, taking him from 19 minutes of time on ice a game to 21 minutes of time on ice a game. So that is that is fantastic. That's understanding your team. And from what you hear, yeah. the guys loved him. They really yeah. liked and enjoyed playing hockey for him. And we all know if you hate your job and you hate going in the morning, you hate your boss, you're going to and not that these guys would, but some of these guys that are not making a lot of money may phone it in. Like, why am I going to go out and try really hard for this guy that doesn't seem to care about me? So so they're going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs, in my opinion. They've yeah. had a lot of time to think about what happened this year and why they're going in as an eight seed and why they were not going to be in the playoffs originally type of deal. The bad, lots of injuries. Only two players play uh, have played all 70 games before the cancellation. That was Matthews and Tyson Berry. So, so I mean, some depth on defense that is is good. They going back to the good. They pulled in Vlasic from uh, from the Sharks when the Sharks decided to blow it up. Uh, three guys over ten million that are and they're still struggling to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah. we're talking about the Habs having one guy over ten million and you know, or another guy over seven, and made the playoffs kind of limping in, but. Neither of those two guys, as much as I love Shea Weber, I don't feel he's a super superstar in this league Not anymore. anymore. You got you got two at very least two superstars on that team. Yeah. Lost to a obviously <laughs> obviously this is the number one thing. They lost to a Zamboni driver. And this is not to take anything away from this guy. But, but come but on. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying, buddy. That <laughs> is what I'm saying, Randy Moss. Yeah, lost to a Zamboni driver, and obviously that doesn't that's not gonna factor in now. But uh but it's something that needs to be mentioned that that you or I I mean probably not you or I, but any any guy off a club team could have came in and potentially beat the the Maple Leafs. So yeah. um so let's move into GM and team grade. Yeah. Before we do that though, that was uh Chris Carter, not Randy Moss, but yeah. No one would have ever known, <laughs> you fool. And first of all, why the hell would you clip Chris Carter over Randy Moss? Randy Moss is I the come on, I man, man. It, man. Come on, man, man. Come on, man yourself right now. Come on, man yourself. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying, Chris Carter. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move into grades. So, GM, I mean, it's hard to go high grades on this no, team. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go high grades. I mean, no. who cares if you got three superstars if you're you're barely scraping into the extended playoffs? Yeah, uh, I don't want to go. We've we've done a lot of C's. So let's t- tell ourselves right now: no C's for this team. We've had a lot of C's. I mean, I feel like I feel like a C plus is right though. I don't care if it's. I don't care for if we've had GM a lot. or team. C is a- for GM. C is average, bro. I was thinking like you're D gonna plus have the for the most. GM. I mean, you bring in John Tavares and you have an opportunity to win a cup. It's hard for me to say D plus. I'll give you an even C. That's what I'll fight with. But uh, but we're talking about the world was battling for Tavares and you got to bring him in. So, well, uh, the city the the city of Toronto brought him in. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't. We don't. We're not grading the city. <laughs> um, so as he's. He's get, Which he we should to, do a segment on grading cities. Let's do it. But <laughs> we, uh, these guys can come in and, and win. I mean, Frederick Anderson uh, in the, in goal, he can he can stretch and he can win a playoff series. I think for you. So, uh, so maybe we'll come back and revise, and I will. And either we will admit, okay, maybe a B minus or maybe a D plus after after we see what happens in the playoffs. Team, um, I think if we we're talking about the first half of the season. 
D minus, uh, no question. Uh, not because they were the worst or the hor- or horrendous, but they were just not playing like they should. I think at the at the firing of Mike Babcock, I would say closer to uh, B plus or A minus. Uh, but so let's average that out. We'll go B minus. I would say me. B minus. Uh, I think that that's a pretty fair uh, fair assessment of the team that has a chance to go and and reverse everything that we've talked about now. Yeah. So. All right, so that finally wraps up our eight-part GM and team grade segment. It's been a good, what, eight weeks? (laughs) It was eight parts, Bobby. Yes, eight weeks. (laughs) So it's been a good two months. But now let's move into our joke of the week. And this one comes to us from Down Under in Australia. Down Under. And the headlines from this is, Sex workers say reverse cowgirl position prevents spread of coronavirus. (laughs) Come on, man. Um, Yeah, I mean... I guess, like, on the surface of what you're saying, like, yeah, you're not looking at somebody in the face. Like, yeah. what if you're, you know, you, you're you're breathing heavy and stuff? Boom. Those water droplets on your back. No big <laughs> deal. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say that, that on the surface, sure, that's, I mean, that's right. The, the biggest joke of this whole process to me is that somebody wrote a news article about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, who cares? <laughs> so, uh, let me just read a quick excerpt from this. Enterprising Swiss sex workers have devised some in- inventive ways for their colleagues to service clients sans spreading the coronavirus by doing the deed doggy style and reverse cowgirl. As if as if these guys coming in are not, like, wanting this anyway for yeah. most of the part. I like the wording of this next part, though. The opportunistic courtesans drafted the guidelines <laughs> as if they, like, met at their <laughs> yearly review... To, to come up with coronavirus <laughs> rules and regulations. I, I, all I can think of is like is like a like a Harry Potter types type situation where the head where the head sex worker touched her touched her like mark on her arm <laughs> and like everybody comes and like yeah just like the, the, you know that that big meeting they have every year and like whatever is it like in the middle of Europe where all those billionaires get together and basically decide what the world's gonna do. That's what I. That's what I see. Except for it's like at like a like a low class like bar. That's like yeah. a little dive bar and like that's awesome. I love the convening of the of the toots, dude. So, uh, reading down and this they they quoted uh, some New York officials who released guidelines for uh, something called pandemic sex. So they're using like other real yeah, stuff, and yeah. they declared that masturbation is the safest way to avoid coronavirus and denouncing sex acts like rim jobs. <laughs> I love, I love though that the safest way to have sex is just to not have sex. Yeah. Like, thanks, abstinence-only sex, <laughs> sex education. Like, yeah, like I didn't know we were having a trick meeting. Like, yeah, like obviously, like they do, they do want to warn us though that there is absolutely no scientific evidence that having sex in doggy style reverse cowgirl can mitigate the risk of contracting COVID nineteen. So we're if, gonna, so don't come at us. We got some, we got some real data though now, or not data, but we got some real testing happening. <laughs> if a bunch of them start catching it. They're like, bro, the doggy style doesn't work, but maybe, but, and it's going to be like one of those situations where the cause and effect are not related. And so like, none of them are going to catch coronavirus and they're going to be like, see, it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What a joke. uh, What a joke. Obviously that is super funny and. You know, I guess smart that they're thinking about yeah. it, but uh, and but Swiss like, brothels have limited hookups to fifteen minutes max, which tells me they're not many of their customers are hitting that fifteen minute mark to begin anyway, with. Anyway, anyway, yeah. they're like, look, we're just going to throw some regulations on there that yeah. don't even matter anyway. Like, yeah. 
So really, it t- I mean, they spend the other 13 minutes just cleaning the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that is good. That's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. So, unfortunately, we were supposed to finish off our X-Men discussion today, but we didn't do our homework. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we're sorry. <laughs> But we just, you know, we're just busy. We just got so much going on and like we're recording early, so we didn't want to rush through it. I thought about not ever not even telling you I didn't watch them and going on YouTube and watching those like movies and minutes. Yeah. That- but to be honest, like I've like <laughs> I'm excited about. Yeah, this like three, I've seen so. a, I've seen all three, uh, both the Deadpool's and Logan within the past three years. So yeah. realistically, I could have come in here and talked about it. I haven't. I, at I, all. I care about my craft. Yes. and so I'm not going to come in here and lie to the people. Exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, that's our biggest thing is. We're not gonna come in here and say, "Oh yeah, we watched yeah. this when we didn't watch it." That's not yeah. that's not fair to you. That's coming to us for X Men knowledge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, even though we just mentioned rim jobs on uh, on this show, yeah. but this is a professional setting. Yeah, man, it's all about context on this show. I'm advocating for masturbation inside of IKEA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so again, like I said, context. <laughs> Uh, all right, but we don't have any other this or that's this week. So let, we we do got uh, we do have three questions um, questions from the internet. So we're gonna do three cards today, and I think we got some we got three good ones. So. Yeah, I think you're doing two, and I got one. So why don't you give us year two? All right, all right. Let's start with the light one, and this one is like this one is not even gonna be a huge discussion for me. Uh, I think it'll probably be bigger for you, but for me, it's like. I got it. No question. What is one food you could eat for the rest of your life? Uh, I only eat one food. Yeah, me too. Buffalo wings. Pizza. No question. I, I look buffalo. I love wings. Don't get me wrong. Now, I like. We know how our differences are. I'm a boneless wing yeah. guy. Not because I don't like. Because you're a coward. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it's not like I won't eat bone a bone in wings. But I just don't like things on my hands like that. So, like, I literally eat, eat a wing, and then I have to wipe my hands off and completely clean them just to go back in and eat another wing. It's just easier for me to just use a fork to to eat wings. So, yeah. But it's easy for me. I'm a, I'm a pizza fan. If we're talking dessert, I'm an ice cream guy. I could I think that I could live my entire the rest of my entire life on New York-style pizza, ice cream, and beer. And yeah, that would don't be get me fine. wrong. I mean, I love pizza. I mean, sure, when we were sure. in Minneapolis, this is one. This is one thing. You know, that's the yeah. Thing when we were in Minneapolis, I drag drug us to Young Joni to make sure we got the best pizza in the city, you, and it was great. You, I mean, and not because you had to force me to go there, but because we were smashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, like, it's funny because look, I love going and getting some real Cajun food in New Orleans. But you also know that if I went to New Orleans and we only ate street pizza and daiquiris, I would be okay with yeah. it. As much as I love some good oh, yeah. old Cajun food, that's how much I love pizza. And yeah. uh, so- Oh, now you got me excited for a Halloween trip. Oh, I know, buddy. I know. We're going to have a freaking blast. Dude. Yeah. Me and Stephanie are already kind of trying to think up a dope a dope costume set. So oh, I didn't even think about know, that. Yeah, because it's Halloween. So yeah. like, and you and know. the good thing about so my parents uh, have done New, uh, Halloween New Orleans a couple times. I'm always excited to do it. It is Mardi Gras light, so it's yeah. not as crazy, yeah. dirty, not as crowded, yeah. and, and especially since like we're almost thirty now. So I like I still want to do Mardi Gras one right. year. Me too. But it's just, just this seems, experience. Yeah, it. and it, but both my mom who's done it and my wife. 
wife who's done it multiple times. They're like, it's it feels a like lot. it feels like I, like I'm more like I wish we had gone in college when we were like 22. Yeah, yeah, but see, like now it's to the point where like I don't, you know, we got too much going on. It's more like I think we should wait till we're older and like we're retired and stuff. Yeah. So like we don't have to come back and like go back into life because I know how I feel after a regular trip to New Orleans. So yeah. I know how I'd feel. And after we might a decide Mardi screw it, we're staying forever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly because you have that opportunity. Uh, so yeah, so uh, we're we're super excited, but you know my rule on on costumes. I'm cool with doing a costume, but I don't like to do a lot of stuff with it. I just like to wear regular clothes that yeah. somebody else would wear. So, um, so excited, but we'll let you know when we get a when we get a decision, or maybe since we're doing this podcast now, we'll put it out into the world and see what folks think we should do. You know who you should go dressed as is your favorite comedian. I think Hitler is funny. <laughs> yeah um maybe <laughs> yeah maybe bob maybe <laughs> okay so your question for the internet we pretty much answered that yeah. so all right so if you could pick one country to run what would it be and can we just say right off the board let's not take the easy uh, answer of the usa yeah uh, okay because, because like the thing is this is our, the world is our oyster because even if you run Run old, good old USA. You're not really run it. You don't it. really run it. So, like, I'm going to look for a place yeah. that, like, corruption is rampant. So, like, I can really run things. Like, it would be hard to say, not say North Korea, just because, you know, like, if it's a hand-to-hand combat yeah. thing, I could destroy yeah. Kim Jong-un. And even, think, even if you're bad at it, you're still better than he was. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to be a vicious dictator. Like, I'm not going to kill you guys or anything. What if you get there for the hand-to-hand combat and find out he's actually been training his whole life for that and he just kicks your ass and now you're embarrassed on the world stage and probably getting executed well but no yeah that's i mean that's fair that's obviously fair but i'll be executed so it's all good like that's see but that's also the thing like i lose this battle i get executed maybe the world does something about north korea bro like i mean one of the biggest podcast personalities (laughs) in the world gets murdered in front of a bunch of people at north korea (laughs) Like that's, but I mean, also like, you know, North Korea kind of sucks because like the infrastructure is garbage because he's like really been terrible about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's tough. Like it's a tough, tough thing. Maybe like Costa Rica or something. That'd be cool. I mean, you know, you get dope. a beach and like, it's pretty small and like they already kind of, you know, the European settlers already kind of set it up for me, you know, <laughs> I mean, appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Priests. Uh, um, I what think, about you? You got, you got I one think in that I'm trying to think of one, and I think that the easiest one for me would be the country with a ridiculous size army. So I go into the game mm-hmm. strong. They have nukes. Mm-hmm. They have all different kinds of agriculture and landscapes. They have coal. They have farming. They've got. They have actually the world's largest supply of diamonds. It's all going to be rich as shit, and that's Russia. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, you could pretty much just run the show. Um, just make sure you like put through the proper appropriate bills and stuff like that. I'm going to hit you with another one that is obviously more developed and like, I mean, I'm not sure about the corruption, but like, I'm, I'm sure it's there. Obviously corruption's everywhere, but like I'm thinking Japan, dude, that'd be cool. Super clean. I mean, they would not like me cause I'm a white <laughs> guy, but like, I'd be like, guys, come on. They'd be like, know? so how'd this happen? <laughs> right? Like they're like, this guy does not look like he should be running our country. So Japan would be super dope to me because like the whole time you're like, I don't understand the language, guys. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to learn English. I think. Like, I'm, I'm so, I don't have a see, year the, to learn Rosetta Stone. Well, the biggest problem is they probably most of them probably do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean that's that's uh that's the knock on 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 us is like we're pretty much lots of places speak English, so we like 
A lot of people don't ever learn other languages. Japan would be super dope. And like, I would obviously like make friends with the Yakuza. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, I want to be, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get ousted. No question. No question. So if you're listening, Triad, Brandon just said he prefers Yakuza over the Triad. So throwing that out there. If you're listening, Yakuza, please save me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I think that would be, uh, that would be a cool place to be out around. You know what I would do in Japan though? I'd like lack some of the, like the like pressures that you have to like, I mean, and I guess that's more cultural than anything, but like, I'm going to do what I can to like relax some of the like, first executive order, everyone chill out, chill, everybody just chill out, man. Like yeah. that's just like working hard. It's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> Sunday is a vitamins day. <laughs> we just smoke some vitamins. <laughs> uh, okay. So we got some good, pretty good options there. I don't think we ever really nailed one down, but like, yeah, some decent, decent options. I'll tell you where I would most certainly would not want to run though. France, dude, you've seen what they uh, do. To, you yeah. see what you've seen what they, besides the fact that it's France, but like you've seen what they do to so, leaders. Yeah, France they don't is dope, like. but yeah, throughout history, they do not like it. Doesn't matter. Like, if even if they kick out the old rules and put new ones in, it takes like a month to be like, yeah. Oh, we don't like you. Yeah, right. Like, we kill you now. Yeah, you are. You were poor and now you're rich. Oh, we don't like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, France. So that would be one that I'd be like, Ah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all good. Uh, okay. So, our third question that we have here. If you were thrown into one of four major league sports, and I think the four major league sports here we're talking about baseball, football, basketball, and curling, and, curling and <laughs> or hockey, yeah. if you want to throw that in there, the five major sports, yeah. Uh, what sport and position would you be most successful in? This is very, very difficult. Yeah. Because I would say that probably the – Easy answer would be backup place kick holder on an NFL team. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, spe- but let's go no special teams. No special teams. And that also means, you know, earlier before the show, I said, oh, I'll just be a, a middle relief pitcher. Yeah. You know, let's not do that. That's an easy way out. I think for me, especially, uh, obviously, you probably being a bigger guy, you're going to have a little bit more options than me. Uh, I would say now question are we taking this at our current athleticism yes or can yes. we say oh right, give me a year to train and weight lift and let, let's i mean give us if you give me well, a we'll year get it. we'll get it well i mean we're gonna get to practice with the team i would guess okay. and then we so also like, get we their trainers and you sure, get their weight we get pro- all of the benefits yeah. of being a professional yeah that so doesn't listen. really matter okay, so when i re- well i don't know i think that if you get a coach and you give me yeah i might if i go into the off season and you know, i get uh, professional trainers for weightlifting, you know, because I'm already a pretty strong guy. I weightlift. I think. I mean, obviously, I, I I was a I was big in high school for to be an offensive defensive lineman. I I'm obviously not big enough to even play college, no less pro sports. But I think I, you know, I'm about six two. Uh, I'm a big broad guy. I think I if with training I could go in and play a uh, weak side linebacker with training. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, and you get we, blown by. Yeah. And yeah. listen, and here's the thing. Every, if you are going to get destroyed in yeah, all of them. The, right. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the thing. We're not saying we're going to just be, when I hear be successful, I hear the you most. making it. It's in it. It doesn't say be successful. It says the, 
would you be the most successful yeah. in? So we're just looking for and the if we take out all of... the cheat answers, I think weak <clears throat> side linebacker with training. Okay, uh, I could see yeah, that. I could. I mean, I think like let's see. That like, would be the that would that would where be where you would be the least bad is what we're saying essentially. Yeah. Like, um, I would say probably for me, uh, definitely could probably play some either some outfield in baseball. Maybe I'm yeah. pretty quick. I'm you know I can catch pretty well. Like I'm not going to be able to cover the ground that some of these guys. But again, we're yeah. talking about training and stuff. Yeah. I uh, would be a terrible hitter, probably, because, I mean, you so, know, 90 mile an hour Just to put into reference, A.J. Hawk, who is a freak athlete, was 6'1", 250. So, he's an inch shorter than me, a little bit lighter than me. Uh, I mean, with training, cutting some weight, gaining some muscle, yeah. I, yeah. mean, I mean, I have a background in football. I know the basics. Right. I think I could be somewhat... Now, I would get my ass kicked every <laughs> single we wanna, play. We want to highlight to that that, <laughs> yeah. that we're just talking about what we would be more successful than the other spot. Yeah. Uh, so, so outfielder in baseball would be potential. Um, maybe, maybe second base. I mean, I wouldn't be, yeah. a, I wouldn't be a professional. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I think outfielder in baseball, because let's be honest, while the balls are getting hit much harder than they were in high school... I think gravity works the same. They're still probably falling from the sky at the same yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah. It's so just if you, more if you, ground to cover yeah. is the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, being a right fielder in high school, in college, and in the pros, I mean, yeah. other than maybe having to run further and more often, if you're conditioned, you're, you're doing the same thing. Exactly. And baseball uh, stands don't come after me saying, oh, here's how it's so much different, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would also say, I mean, again- successful is the barometer of like what we would be more i could probably be like a 12th man on a basketball team you know what i'm saying like i mean because i can pass okay and like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get beat like i stole something every time but like i mean i could make a couple potential and listen those guys their main job is to get hype for a dunk exactly wearing the jumpsuit (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like being hype is like my uh, is like my freaking pastime. Yeah, dude. you know what I'm saying. So like, yeah, I could definitely be a bench player on a high school or on a basketball team. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's. I feel like we got some pretty yeah. decent answers there. Like you know, uh, I feel like yeah, we're not gonna be ever be professionals. And I think the worst part about baseball is. The hitting. Like, yeah. I would be horrendous now, at hitting. Question. Not that I'm bad at hitting, but because I can't yeah. hit 99 mile an hour oh, pass I mean, I, Yeah. So, question. ESPN has designated esports as one of them as a major sport now. Now. Can we do- be an esport player? I mean, you if you want to choose that, I'll be okay with it. But I'm like, not going to choose it. No. Yeah. I've seen those guys. I have a much better chance of playing outfield in baseball <laughs> than I do of like... You know, because I'm especially since like I'm not willing to dedicate the time to yeah. be great at video games. I mean, like, unless it's like The Sims, can we make The Sims an esport? Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> but even so, like you know me, like I'll play a video game like pretty hardcore for like a while, and then I just I'm done with it. Yeah. Like I don't care about it. Like so, I think that would be the the good answers. Like I I wouldn't even pick if esports was was on there. Like, yeah. But so let's ho- oh go ahead. M- maybe horseshoes though. I was never good at horseshoes. I'm I'm pretty decent. Yeah. Like I'm not like the best or anything, but I feel like with some training, like if I just threw horseshoes every day, like I've got a good technique. Yeah. Like, I think I it's know the thing up. you would definitely get better at as exactly. you're playing. And and look, uh, my biggest thing of like you know now being older, I want to be able to drink beer while I'm playing a sport. And so like horseshoes is like the king of drinking while you play the <laughs> yeah. sport. So 
All right, so let's move into what are you binging? All right. I'll start us off. I'm still watching the Arrowverse. I okay. just got to Gorilla Grodd. Okay. And as I said last week, I am doing it where like I watch an episode of, of Arrow, go over to Flash. And right now it's like I'm doing two here, two there, because I'm watch- I want to watch it in release order, mm. which is difficult. So it makes the length of like if to See, watch one season, you're I'll watching two you, seasons. I'll tell you what you should do, though, is just watch one and then the other because most of the time they don't mix i get what you're trying to do but yeah. like it, i mean I've there's noticed, only certain ones yeah. that actually mean something to the other so one. i'm watching season three of arrow while watching season one of flash and yeah. so far like it's like especially with like um adam mm-hmm. uh 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 the Adam, yeah, the Adam Ray Palmer, like it, you see him, like he goes here, and then he immediately goes there and goes there and goes there. So I like the way I'm doing it. Yeah, it, it's it's a little difficult, and it'll yeah. get really hard next season when they uh, bring in Constantine, Vixen, League of Legends, or Le- uh, the Legends. Yeah. Legends. Tomorrow. Legends is uh, a f- if you haven't seen it, I have not. Legends is like a really, really, really good show, That's bro. Dope. You're gonna like yeah. that a whole lot. But we just got to Gorilla Grodd, which you know when we did all of our superhero discussions, I never we really never talked about our favorite villains, and that's because I never really had a favorite. villain. Villain. Gorilla Grodd is awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, and I went and read some of the comics of him versus like GL and versus Flash. I, I think Gorilla Grodd might be my new I, favorite villain because, you know, he, then the crazy thing is I've always loved gorillas. Hell, it's our it's our mascot for right. this though. And I was like a couple months ago, I'm like, I was thinking, of, I, I was trying to figure out what tattoo I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was split b- between a bear and a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Then I got an ad on Facebook that was like, hey, did you know that bears are the number one most gotten animal tattoos? I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not getting that now. But so I was like, I'm getting a gorilla, so I might yeah. add a little bit of armor on it. I get a gorilla grod tattoo. Well, I feel like if we talked about because you haven't, I've seen a lot of the flag. I've seen like four or five seasons at least. If we started talking about favorite villains, dude, it's like because I love speedsters, and so like I love everything, all the villains in in Flash. So yeah. like it would be hard for me not just to be like. Watch Flash and you'll see all my favorite villains. So, yeah. But yeah, we can talk about it at some point. Yeah. I love the prison break duo of Cold and Heatstroke or Heat, uh, heat Wave. Oh, yeah. 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 The same two guys from Prison Break. Yeah. yeah and they- little secret. They become involved in Legends, bro. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's super awesome. Um, <clears throat> um, so, for my show that I've been binging uh, and just watching a few episodes, me and Steph decided to rewatch Lost. And like, I get it. It's a TV show. And I loved Lost, and I still love it, and it's not in it now. I love Lost seasons one through four. I think they're the one, some of the best TV ever. But it is extremely, extremely frustrating to me what, obviously, you have to do to make the show what it is. But, like, nobody – like, they're just burning stuff and destroying stuff. And, like, you could use that, bro. Like, you're on an island. Like, even if you do get rescued, you may not. Like, why are you burning the whole fuselage with all these wires and all this yeah. stuff attached to it? And uh, But Lost is awesome. If you've never seen it, I suggest it. It's, uh, it's I think a I show saw the first couple into. seasons, and I just lost interest. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. that's that people get that. And, like – first couple seasons are dope yeah. but i think we both got the same we haven't even actually started binging this but as soon as this gonna, is done yeah, we're, cracking we're over, open. gonna crack open some tailgate lager man so yeah so we're gonna binge that this weekend and by the time you hear it we will have binged it yeah. so <laughs> so we're we technically won't be lying to you on the what are you binging let's move into what snaps your stick uh i'll start since i moved into it i guess um and you've heard me mention this before, but I've never like actually had it on snaps my stick and like had like a full like this is what wears me out. Sports 
unwritten rules, or at yeah. least I think I haven't. We've done a lot of episodes now, talked and about so it like, I've definitely talked about it. I don't know if it's been a stat my stick, but I definitely wanted to highlight it again. Those people, uh, for example, a great one is... You don't you don't go and and score on a fast break if you're up by a bunch of points in basketball. Ooh. Mm, yeah, you do because that's the goal of the game yeah. is to score as many points as possible. Like yeah. especially now, what I don't agree with is if a team is super up and uh, uh, the backup and the guy the coach doesn't put the backups in or something to yeah. let everybody get some playing time. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. But like again, I'm not faulting the guy for going and slamming it home on you. Like this is. The league, like you're, especially professional sports. Yeah. There are some other things that they are have different. contracts and, and they have, they're trying to get stats. I mean, a lot of money is based on what they do every year. And you're you're the best of the best of all everything you do. Everybody that's in that league is so like when they get when people get mad about a, a guy that doesn't get a lot of playing time dunking on you. Let me tell you something. You don't want somebody to dunk on you. Stop them from dunking on yeah. you. You know that's my opinion of the whole ordeal. The worst is baseball. Baseball oh. has so many unwritten rules. Bro, you can't chew gum before 9 a.m. It's baseball, man. Shut up. I'll do whatever the hell I want to do because there. If, it, if a rule is a rule, then it would be written down. Yeah. There are things that like, hey, like, oh, well, I wouldn't do that or this, you know, but I'm not going to say – can't believe he did that. Oh, was it against the rules of the of the league? Well, no, but I mean, you just don't do that in baseball. Shut up, old man. <laughs> you know, like that's how I feel about yeah. it. Like, no, I agree. You don't want to get the like when the Patriots absolutely shredded the Titans, fifty nine to zero. I think it was yeah. in that snow game, and they've done it to the Redskins too, fifty two to zero. I can't believe that they just kept running up the score. I'll tell you, a great way to not get uh, beat fifty nine to zero is score, not let well <laughs> score for on your own, but not let them score. Yeah. You know, like if you can get if you can get beat fifty nine to zero, then you deserve. And I to guarantee get beat 59 you, if, to zero. If, if the Titans had put fifty two piece up on the Patriots. Oh, they would have been so happy oh, and cheering, yeah. and oh yeah, if they if they they should have scored if they were right. like yeah exactly. And so in it, and so obviously there are some people that that abide by the sports uh, the, the sports unwritten rules across the board, and I have a little bit more respect for them than I do the people that only want the unwritten rules when they affect them negatively yeah. instead of positively. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is that's that's uh that's we can and I could sit here and we could talk about it for. Days and we, we may do talk an episode about it for on days. It. A whole episode on sports unwritten rules. Yeah. I would be awesome. I yeah. would be. I would be so frustrated at the end of it because, <laughs> like, but no unwritten rules. There are. There are only rules. Are written rules. Yeah. You know. So all right. So let's talk about mine. And this is one that I've always been very uh, stressed on. And this is uh, this is one that I've always cared a lot about. Franchise owners, sport, sport franchise owner who thinks they are the show. Snyder family, uh, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, uh, who, the uh, the Indianapolis Colts owner, uh, the, the Raiders, the Raiders owners, uh, the da- the Davises. Yeah, uh, yeah you, I agree with that. So, and we talked about this before when we talked about uh, the contract negotiations for the NFL. The owners will never allow the players to make more than like fifty and a half percent. Never. They believe that the owners are the show. And that's the problem. Nobody's buying jerseys with Snyder on it or Jones on it. The the show Bro, are the players on the field. Speak for yourself. I just got my Jerry Jones jersey <laughs> in. It says, hey, we're going to lose Jerry Jones. <laughs> so 
you know, the fact that they, the owners have the audacity to say that they should make more than 51% is insane. The most important people in a sports franchise are the people playing. They are the gladiators. They are on TV. They are performing. Now, let me hit you with this. I'm just going to, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It would be, uh, and I would, I 100% agree with you. And you want to know why I agree with you? Because those owners are not footing the bill for all of the stadiums and all this stuff. Yeah. If the owners can, if a guy came in, if Bill Gates said, I'm going to buy your team outright, I'm going to build this $2 billion stadium and I'm paying for it. Bro, get your money, dude, because yeah. you, you have, but what, what you're doing is like, the local economy is now me and you are uh, we were not making million, billions of dollars believe it or not depending on how pumped up you think this podcast is we're not rich okay yeah. <laughs> some could say we're the opposite pay, we're we're now paying for this and then you're saying you're paying for it yeah you're not you're not paying for this so yeah, yeah go ahead i just wanted and, to say that you know and they always come back with oh well the owner is important they put butts in the seats no they don't they delegate all that shit they have a social media team they have uh pr teams they have uh guys people that follow the players around and make sure they're going to events the owners are doing nothing they are just the bankroll and they're barely the bankroll when it's the te- when it's our money that's paying the you know building the everything and it's our money at concession stands going to the players and we're buying the jerseys. And I do want to highlight, obviously, like I don't agree with us paying for, you know, taxpayers paying for everything on a stadium. But I do agree with the fact that, I mean, it does bring in revenue yeah. to the city and stuff. Yeah, so I've like, ne- I've I understand never, that. Listen, yeah, I've never had a problem with taxpayers no. paying for stadiums because we get yeah. it back tenfold. And I get that. But it's the same thing of what you're saying at that point. If I'm because I'm pretty much the owner now, I got a share yeah. in this. I have a stake in this uh, and paying for this. So that's where it becomes different. If you want to pay for the whole stadium yourself, do you, boo boo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you don't want to pay, if you want me to pay for it. Then shut up. Yeah. Shut up. And, and, it, get out and of, it really out hits home like when we have these contract negotiations and the owners are just and here's the thing, the public likes to always and that's crazy. The the public and the fans like to blame the players. Players. They always like to say, Oh, well, just get back to work. You should be happier in that position. Exactly. And I hate that. Why should they worked from the day they could pretty much start walking? They started putting on pads. Their parents drove them to practice. They've been working their entire life for one goal, and that is to be a professional athlete. And now you're telling them they should be ha- they're lucky to have this. No, right. and there's no luck involved in becoming a professional athlete. And the thing it is, is hard work. Well, that and the thing is, the thing is, you're the same person. Like people that say that are the same reason that they get paid so much money, bro. If you didn't watch sports, if nobody watched sports, and they weren't able to pay this money, they wouldn't be able to yeah. pay it. So I agree with that. Like, look, man, when somebody holds out on a contract or something like, yeah, it's like, Oh, that's frustrating. But yeah. like, there are exceptions I to the rule when players, it. you know, kind of, you, you have know. limited value. You have limited time frame to, to get your money. Yeah. And I mean, and not only limited time frame to get your money, but you could ruin your entire life by one play. Yeah. You know, I mean, and so I, I'm with that too. Like, look at who it's, who you should be upset at and yeah. not. Cause here's the thing. If the a team has multiple losing seasons, if you've got the Cleveland Browns, you know, not winning a game for three years, you know who, you, you know who's going to take the heat? The quarterbacks, the yeah. linemen. They're going to lose their jobs. They're going to lose their contracts. The owner doesn't go broke. Yeah. The owner's still filthy rich because the, you still have fans in the same. You still have a TV deals. I mean, there there is no risk for being- the Detroit the Detroit Lions owners who has been a traditionally horrendous team and horrendously run team. 
there ain't a day that goes by that he doesn't become a little bit more rich yeah. because he owns the Lions. The Lions. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's So, so the I, fact that these contract great. negotiations come down to sometimes half a percentage point with the player saying, hey, it's been three years since we even got a little bit of a raise, whereas you made, what, $100 million last year? I mean, through this pandemic, billionaires have made 400 I think it's uh, maybe it's 40. They've increased their wealth by like at least 40 billion dollars yeah. through the pandemic where all people are struggling. They're having having trouble putting food on the table. I agree. I think it's a that that's a that's a great uh that's a great one. I think we both got pretty light secondary ones yeah. though. Yeah. So we got we went from super heavy to something we're really upset about to more just like ugh. My Non-sports answer is we the stupid, weird, get-to-know-you games yeah. in situations that don't call for it. I'm, you know, and, and I'll tell you what the worst part is, the worst of this is, freaking college classes. Dude, we're not going to talk to any of these people ever, you know, again. Like, maybe we'll talk to people, but, like, it wasn't because of this game. Like, oh, uh, tell me, uh, tell me your, your name and your hometown and... Uh, and uh, also tell me you're the the most interesting time you farted and where he was. <laughs> and, you know, like shut up, you dumb lady. Teach me economics or teach me English or whatever you're supposed to be teaching me. I hate them. I hate. And it's like it's not like I'm a, a shy guy that just doesn't like to talk. Like I'll I don't tell think you, anyone would say that. <laughs> there's a couple. <laughs> no, exactly. See, that's the point. Like if I hate them, then you know that person that is is introverted and just wants to learn something hates it. Way more than oh, I yeah. hate it. You know what I'm saying? That's it's it's. I think that there are different classes. Like there are, especially in some of the classes I took in media, um, we have to do a lot of group projects. Sure. I think, but they they have done weird things where like they they make it into a game when it's just if it's just a simple hey, uh, tell us your name, or even if it's just like hey, I'm gonna take role, tell me what you like to be called. Yes, then that's I feel like different. that's enough. That's like you learning the only thing you actually need to know. And I don't even agree if it's a. If it's a seven-person class, if it's an eight-person class that's going to have four groups of two, it's still stupid to me. Because, like, while you're doing group projects, you get to, to learn. Them, yeah. Well, it's like you learn what life is going to be like. Like, when I walk into work, like, it's not like, all right, everybody, <laughs> you know, if I'm new at a job, all right, everybody, this is Brandon, and he's from uh, he's from Cheatham County, and he likes to, uh, he likes to podcast on the side. Now, uh, everybody go around and tell something about yourself so Brandon gets to know you. Like, no, like, you just either learn something about people that you want to yeah. know, or I just like, hey, you don't, it doesn't matter because we need to do this work together. Yeah. So, hate them. If you're a college professor listening to this, first of all, what the hell, bro? You need to thank get, you. you need, yeah, thank you. <laughs> obvious, thank you, obviously, first, but like, what Why? up, what up, bro? Like, <laughs> Are you are you using us as like a barometer of like look this is what could happen to you if you're, you're if good. you don't if no 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 <laughs> the opposite if like this is what could happen to you if you don't really pay attention in class and tell people your favorite color like, <laughs> uh, all right so what do you got I think yours is a super funny one so too. anytime you watch any crime show whether it's in, you see it in the Flash you see it in Law and Order you see it in uh, uh, NYPD Blue. It's always the same thing. You know, if something happened, the, the 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 lieutenant always tells the detective, "You're too close to this." And then the detective, "Don't bench me on this. I'm not too close." 
<laughs> they killed my brother. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, can they not find anything new? It's like right. that doesn't happen in the real world. Right. Detect- like it's, I mean, there's so many weird things about crime shows. Like, right. like you walk in, like if you go into a police station, it's not all glass and pretty. And yeah, I mean, it's it's a building. It looks like a school kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's like six dudes sleeping, and they got yeah. like crumbs all over their face, and there's like shitty coffee everywhere. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, which you brought up, and I was like, oh, yeah. How quickly DNA results come in? <laughs> this is like a six-month process. Can you so- run this for me? Yeah, let me plug it in. Got it. <laughs> oh, like, oh, my God. Like, enhance. Uh, enhance. This enhance. Is, this is a tooth scraping from this guy. Like, <laughs> And so my favorite part is the DNA results. Like, you know what I wish? I wish there was like a real crime show. It was like a fake crime show, like a, you know, like a Bones or a SVU or something like that. But like, they kept it in real time. <laughs> and so like- they have a case and they start the process of it and then they run DNA results. And then the show six months from now, they're like, okay, we finally got DNA results he's ki- back. He's killed 10 more people. So <laughs> we finally got this from case a, like, <laughs> all right, bro. Well, we got to go grill. We got to yeah. go drink. All right, out of here. Yeah. What'd you learn? What'd you learn? Uh, what did I learn? I learned that the Swiss really take their uh, prostitution seriously. Is it the Swiss or is the... Is it was the, an Australian Dan- article talking about ah, the Swiss uh, uh, prostitution. All right, Dan. And uh, I feel like uh, I learned that uh, Australian voices are awesome, number one. And number two, I feel like we didn't do any X-Men homework this week. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, guys. We will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod. 